comedians. Two fantasy football games. Only one can be crowned victorious. Welcome to Fantasy Fantasy Football Football Face-Off. Hello, legends, and welcome to Fantasy Football Face-Off with me, Fitz. And me, Tom Glover. This is, of course, the podcast pitting two comedians against each other at their own fantasy football games. And uh, I think it's fair to say it's been another fantastic fantasy weekend. It has been a roller coaster of emotions, Fitz, and it, it hasn't ended with the recording of this podcast. Um, for the listener <laughs> to know, we are stood around one microphone. We are in kissing distance of each other. Um, one Socially of, kissing distance, so, I suppose. Of course, yeah. <laughs> COVID safe kissing distance. Absolutely. So we're recording on Monday night after uh, West Ham absolutely annihilated Leicester, and uh, Tom is very happy about that. I am reasonably happy about that uh, and then it's taken nearly an hour and a half to get to a point where we've finally given up on using two microphones so I suppose a little shout out if any of you are technical uh, experts when it comes to this kind of stuff please do get in touch because we, we look like Robson and Jerome recording <laughs> our, our great Unchained number one Melody. Unchained Melody that's Absolutely. right or maybe um, Gareth Gates and Will Young for, for younger members <laughs> um, I don't know who the, the new the new Jedward. Jedward. <laughs> Jedward, if you're really young. And you really hate You us. can't be any younger than Jedward. No, absolutely. Uh, so, as I say, welcome to uh, episode five. And uh, we're, we're really excited to get back in. Coming up on the show, of course, we're going to talk FPL. We're going to talk Sky. Uh, we've got a couple of fantastic features, including the uh, much-loved Slate Your Team. Uh, big shout out to Paul Proctor last week, who actually shared the roasting that he got with his mates. So uh, we're, we're all about that. Thank you. He got too much enjoyment from it. I, I <laughs> Actually, I was a bit worried about how much he enjoyed his roasting. He's got a sadomasochistic side. I wonder if he picked that team on purpose. <laughs> we'll get onto that, but uh, if you remember, he captained Mane last week. Uh, didn't go so well last week, but he did all right this week. So He did. Well done, Paul. You aren't quite as bad as you were last week. <laughs> uh, then, of course, we're going to talk Sky Fantasy Football. Uh, we've got Grealish Diaries, and then we're going to have a little chat about what's coming up in next week's show. So, I suppose... I mean, I think you repeated a few those fits but you are very tired now it is 11 o'clock at night I think <laughs> I it mean, is. as long as you just stay awake till the end of the recording that's a success this week I will do my best I may not make it home but uh, as long as we can get the audio uploaded and edited it'll be fine um, so I think there's plenty to discuss over the course uh, of the weekend so I'll let you have the first word Tom how are you doing I am flying now Fitz I mean it was a very poor start to the weekend, fantasy-wise at least, because I went with Salad, the correct captain choice. It's still the correct captain choice, even though he only got three points. Statistically, all the metrics said that he was the right captain to choose. And then Fitz was very smug because he'd picked Bruno and he was messaging me, looking forward to the podcast recording. And fortunes have turned around, I reckon, over the last uh, couple of days. Yeah, I think um, you're quite right. I was, I, I said on last week's pod, you know, I, I think I'm going to go for, for Bruno. And we were talking about having the courage of your convictions. And, and I went with it. My thinking behind Bruno 
was a few things really first of all you know i don't like the early game captain uh, i know it's a, a weird little superstition and there isn't really any data to back it up there's no place for superstition in fantasy <laughs> i've told you once i've told you a thousand times you certainly have um but but yeah so I, d- I don't particularly like captaining someone on the early game just because if it doesn't go well you know it's a real sucker punch he won't pick a sunderland player because they're the black cats and of course a black cat is unlucky <laughs> absolutely i will not pick a Sunderland player in my fantasy football team also because uh, they're in uh, best league one I don't know where they are anymore I think league one yeah I stopped following them after the Netflix documentary I'm, I'm sorry Sunderland fans. I, I'm, I think I'm right in saying two seasons in a row they've got to the playoff final and lost but I might be wrong um don't don't sue me um but yeah so I went with Bruno and when the midweek or so when the midday kickoff uh, finished and Liverpool beat Burnley 2-0 and Salah had a disallowed goal oh, mate I was absolutely buzzing and I may have sent you a couple of messages to that effect <laughs> and I prepared a, a rage speech ready for this podcast because everything that could have gone wrong went wrong in that first day I mean Salah getting his goal disallowed Duffy scoring instead of Dunk, who I've got in my team. Um, Jota scoring, Rafinha scoring, Mares not starting, then coming on and scoring in the last five minutes. For me, everything was missing, and I thought it was going to be me in humble pie this week. But we'll we, we see where we get to that on the when it comes to FPL. We will, and I'm, I'm not going to lie. I would have quite enjoyed uh, had you had to um, kind of eat a little bit of humble pie. You were you were very smug, deservedly so. You had a cracking week last week. Um, but then, of course, Sunday happened and it all came crashing down. So uh, I guess we should start with the, the Man United game on Sunday. I made a transfer this week and I took out Harvey Barnes for Mason Greenwood. I regret nothing. Harvey Barnes had a stinker tonight against um, West Ham. And of course, Mason Greenwood got a goal and three bonus points, incredibly. Uh, not quite sure where those bonus points came from, but I will take it all day long. Um, so, yeah, I've, I've got to be happy with that in terms of transfers. I know we'll get onto that a bit later on. And of course, I was happy because Bruno uh, got booked. Did he get booked? He did get he booked. He got booked, yes. And um, did, did he score? Didn't score. No. Any, <laughs> any assists or bonus points? No, no assists, no, Luke, no bonus. Luke Shaw got the bonus points, didn't he, of course? Yeah, of course. For um, his, his, what did he do? Uh, well, he, I don't know, he got crossed, two bonus points. He crossed the ball a lot, didn't he? And, uh, Not even a lot, to be honest. He crossed the ball a couple of times. Um yeah, I watched the game and obviously was disappointed from a United point of view because we just weren't at the races. But I was doubly disappointed. I know you spoke last week about exactly that. You know, if your player, you captain, doesn't do well, then you're doubly gutted. And doubly gutted I was. And of course, last week we also discussed about how I play psychological mind games as one of the top 1% of FPL. <laughs> I was making you think, trust your convictions, have courage in your convictions. And I knew you're a United fan. I knew you'd go with Bruno and he's let you down hasn't he um, right. he he has he will always let you down <laughs> he won't always let me down he did let me down um, me and you know 1.8 million other FPL managers so it could have been worse but um yeah, not not the start uh, to my Sunday that I was hoping for, but never mind. But in actual fact, it didn't really matter, did it? Because you're either on Salah or Bruno, and both of them blanked. And then potentially as a differential, you'd have been on Son. He also blanked. Yeah. So none of the big hitters were hitting. I mean, I've got Son, Bruno and Salah, and they all blanked for me. That's where most of my money's being spent. But actually, the differentials is the, the outside players that came in and, and did the job for me. Yeah, they absolutely did. did. Let's let's start talking about FPL then. Come on then. How how did you get on, Fitz? 
Let's... Get, your phone, get your phone out. You haven't looked at it. You've been trying to set up GarageBand. I have, absolutely. But, um, producer, we... producer Glenn's just uh, just finally messaged us. A bit um, too late, Glenn, to be honest. <laughs> we're very grateful to you, but we're we're muddling through. Um, so, FPL-wise, uh, points have been... I suppose one advantage to the massive delay for us recording is is that the, the scores have updated. So that's good. Thanks, FPL app. Uh, so I'm on 81 for the week. Uh, and I, I'm just looking at your... What are you on, Tom, for the week? Well, I'll actually be... You're, you're smiling oh, no, at me because I'm on 79. But I always start... A little tactic. I yeah. always start with my reserve keeper in goal yeah. just in case Sanchez had got a red card and he'd, he'd got minus points, come off the pitch. My reserve keeper's there to pick up where he left off. But he will be getting subbed in at some point this evening. Sanchez will get in goal and I will be on 85 points because, of course, he got a clean sheet. Fair play. I um I take back my my smile. Um, so <laughs> take so, back your smile. <laughs> Don't you dare smile. <laughs> so eight, 81 for for me. Eighty five. I mean, the average looks at the moment like it is about uh, fifty two. So I think you've got to be happy to start the season being quite above average on both occasions you've got to be happy with don't you think yeah i'm looking at one of the many live fpl websites and it looks like i'm going to get a green arrow up to the top 17k now i mean i was hoping to be under 10k at this point as we've established in last week's episode but still top one percent so if if you are one of the over 100 downloads we've had in the last week then you're listening to one of the top one percent FPL managers and fits. <laughs> and um, if you are uh, a new listener, thank you very much. Uh, we do really appreciate it. It's um, uh, it's it's going to be an interesting season, I think. And certainly, you know, we're we're both very happy with our ranks so far. I'm not quite as happy as Tom, but uh, I've I've actually had a big old jump looking at my score. I've had a, a, a humongous jump i was at 716,000 last week uh, as fpl app trolled me during mid record uh, and i'm currently on 261k now obviously that's not where i want to be uh, when you're at what 17k um but i've got to be happy with that you know that is a, a significant jump 500,000 in one week Pfft, can't yeah. argue i mean it's a good game week considering all those big hitters it's blanked you had to really um put it out of the bag but um for me my top performers i've got ben rama and antonio so it wasn't looking as great until tonight and yeah. then they've really pulled out the bag for me uh danny ings is performing solidly up top uh, i went with Simicas. Trent um, and I've got a Brighton double up in defence. I've got um, Sanchez in goal and and Lewis Dunk. So that's where all my points have come from this week. Yeah, very nice, very nice. So I'm I'm looking similarly Sanchez, um, Alexander Arnold and Simicas, but then Greenwood and Rafinha um, didn't do as well as Ben Rama, but both of them got points, which is good. So yeah, eighty one Antonio absolutely smashed it. I obviously wish I'd captained him, uh, captain regret, but um, but yeah, that's. That's where we are. Not too bad. And you've still got Tony clogging up your team still? I do have Ivan Tony, yeah. So I must admit, I did think that Brentford versus Palace, that would be the one where he uh, set the Premier League on on fire, as it were. And who is first on your bench, Fitz? I'm just looking at who you left on the bench instead of Tony. Um, So Kufal um, with with an assist. So, you know, I could have had an extra three points, but that's it's fine, mate. I'm fine. As I say, um, it could definitely be the end of the world. Uh, It's... (laughs) It's not the end of the world. It could be worse, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it could have been worse. And actually, even though it, it was a roller coaster week for me, it, it was good to see some of the sort of differential scoring. I guess it's not as fun when 
all the template players are scoring goals. It was good to see Lukaku come in and get a goal. Everyone's suddenly ripping up their team to get Lukaku in. What, then- are, your, what are your thoughts on that, by the way? Because obviously you've you've had a very good start, but you've got to look at Lukaku and, and be interested, surely. Um, well, I planned it out like way ahead. So far, it's going to plan. Of course, things will change and I'm going to have to rip up those plans. But at the moment, I don't have a plan to bring him in. If I'm getting him in, it'll be for game week seven because he's got a great run then. For now, there's plenty of good strikers out there who are going to match him. I think Ings, at least for the next game week, uh, you've got DCL. Antonio's outscoring him tonight. I don't think he is essential to bring in straight away. He only got one goal yesterday. Mm. People have just got that fear of missing out. And I think... Having played Sky for so long, that I've really noticed the difference in the people who play Sky and the people who play FPL. Because in Sky, like if your striker blanks one week, they're like, it's okay, because in six weeks' time, he's got this fixture <laughs> and he's going to get four <laughs> shots on target, so it'll be okay. I've got a transfer to make in three weeks' time that will bring him out. And with FPL, as soon as someone even looks like they might get an assist, they're breaking their team to get him in, they're taking hits, they're hitting the wild card. And it's a lot more up and down in the FPL world. <laughs> It really is, yeah, and and that's that's very interesting because um, as we've discussed on the pod before, you know, you are you are a planner. I've never never done that with with FPL. I'm, I haven't really done it this season either. But certainly having that kind of long view, I suppose, for for want of a better um, phrase, is is really helpful to help you kind of not worry about that. Yeah, and, and your lack of planning it really shows in your ability to record a podcast as well. <laughs> I mean, it's nice though having won won the week again with FPL to be this close to see the sadness in your eyes there is there is real sadness in my eyes and um, it's uh from, from a personal point of view i won't bore you you legendary listeners but um but yeah today's not been a great day uh, and then to be rounded off by uh failure to set up uh, the pod it's um you don't know. bring your personal life into it to get some sympathy fits all right it's, this is all just fantasy it could it, be the end of the world this is the fantasy world here right it is it is so yeah i think we've got to we've also got to look at the the broader picture obviously you're chuffed with where you are but honestly half a million rank green arrow in in one game week you know i'm i'm absolutely over the moon with that obviously after the start i had it was all about kind of making progress and to be honest, if I'd chosen Antonio captain, all of a sudden I'm I'm climbing even further. So, you know, it's slow and steady. It's not a marathon. Sorry, it's not a, a sprint. It is a marathon. <laughs> <laughs> I think, um, yeah, I think you actually are doing doing well. Um, because it can't sound more patronising. Oh, I don't know if it could have sounded As, as more, someone who's worry. playing the game for the first time this year, you are doing really well. <laughs> but I think if you were doing worse, I'd be picking you up a bit more because we have got a podcast to record here. We're we doing do. it every week. And if you were ranked 4 million in the world, I'd be like, come on, mate, stop crying. Then let's get this recorded. It's funny because as I was driving to 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 record, uh, you know, I I noticed that Ben Rama scored, and then you just sent me a message instantly saying, "I can't wait for tonight." And after the day I'd had, I was like, "Oh my friggin' word!" But um, but <laughs> only, I think only five percent of FPL managers have Antonio and Ben Rama in their team, and, and one of them is me. Right, so well, there you go. Privileged. You you should feel very privileged. You should. Um, so Antonio, as I say, at, at time of recording, he has just absolutely smashed it. Um, two goals and an assist, I think. Um, three bonus, sixteen points. Can't argue with that. So West Ham are looking good. But as you said, it'll be interesting because what is it? Two or three game weeks until they've start to until they're in Europa. That's the thing. Yeah. I, I was planning to get Ben Rama out, get Rafinha in, or Harrison in in a couple of weeks. But now you don't want to take out a player who's playing well, but you also know, need to know when to cut your losses and, and get them out of your team. So, um, yeah, I've got some tricky decisions coming up. But while while things are going well, I'm going to, I'm going to bathe in it because I know in, in an episode or two's time, it's going to be me having a big red arrow 
Fitz coming in all smug. Suddenly he's got Garage Band loaded. He's ready to go. <laughs> he's got an, a live studio audience coming to watch, and um, it'll be a different podcast. And I, for one, welcome that. But uh, we shall see. We shall see. But the thing is, Fitz. <clears throat> The good thing about this podcast is there's others out there who have, haven't had as good a game week. In fact, we've pretty much got the same points this week. We both had good game weeks, but there are people out there listening who, through no fault of their own, have ended up on 30, 40 points. So we've got a feature that we do every week called Slate Your Team. Okay, We do. One of my favourites. Uh, do you want to introduce it, Fitz? You are our lead host. Uh, well, that's very kind. So Slate Your Team, as eagle-eared listeners will know, it's a new feature, but one that has proved very, very popular. Our first victim i suppose for want of a better word was producer glenn uh, he got slated then paul proctor last week and this week is the turn of comedian david rowe and david buckle up okay so david of course he submitted this team before the game week had finished so it's a bit harsh to judge him because at the time he only had 38 points but he still had three players to go he still had two west ham and one leicester who is it probably barnes antonio and ben rama like everyone else oh no his are boeing cresswell and Pereira. what a treat um can they combine for a total of one point because boeing was on the bench so so well done <laughs> to you david for that uh so you have now got 39 points for the game week which is going to be probably half of the average by the time this is up <laughs> Updated. Um, before we even get into the team itself, uh, the team name is Slam Dunk Defunk, which is reason to be excluded from the FPL community for life, but just on that alone. Uh, I don't think he's a Brighton fan, but he's clearly chose that name first just so he can get Lewis Dunk in the team, who is his top performer with six points. So when your top performer in your team is purely there because he was part of your pun based team name, that is already a bad sign. Um, he's had Salon Fernandez like the rest of us, he did captain Salas. So well done to you for doing that, David. That was the correct decision this week, as we've established. He's a knee-jerker, though, is David. He likes to bring players in when they're looking good. He sees excitement in his team. He sees a new face, and he wants them there. I mean, of course, this week, a lot of people are trying to get the big new striker in the game, the one everyone's talking about. Is it Romelu Lukaku? No, Adam Armstrong. Um, <laughs> if that even is his name, I don't know what his first name is. It's, it's definitely it's, A. Armstrong. It's a, a Armstrong. Um, he's the second best Armstrong at Southampton, and I'm sure, I'm sure he's going to improve on the two points he's got you this week David so stick with him um, he's been ably supported up front by Ivan Tony, the man who is taking the Premier League by storm um, I, I imagine you'd want to transfer him out but you can't do that because you knee jerked early on and brought Canos from Brentford into your team um, who has got you three points as well this week so with a captain on Salah your midfielders combined this week to get you a total of 10 points so that's impressive David, uh, impressively bad uh, <laughs> You've got Matt Target on your bench as your first defender. Uh, he's on the bench for Aston Villa as well, so that lines up quite nicely. And um, you've gone for Bukayo Saka on the bench as well. You've got more money on your bench than you've got up front, David. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever played this game before, but you can't bring on your substitutes midway through the week just because your team are doing terrible. Um, you can't bring them on because Pereira's got a minus one. What did Pereira do to get a minus one? Uh, well, I mean, he may as well have not turned up, but um, he did concede four goals. He conceded, he conceded four goals. I mean, I've, I've not had to deal with minus oh, points myself he, so far. <laughs> and he got booked. And he got booked as well. So that's a real treat for you, David. <laughs> I'm sat here with my team thinking, I've got two free transfers. I don't know what to do. I, I wish I could gift you one, David, because I'd be wildcarded on this. I'd have been wildcarded on this team before game week one had started, to be honest, David. Um, but thank you for submitting. It's nice that you can have your sins cleansed. I don't know where you're sitting in the rank right now but hey 
there's six billion people in this world so if you're in the top seven million then you're doing well mate all right um <laughs> keep on trying keep on playing you've made fits feel a bit better this week so something good has happened from this travesty of a team you've put out there keep tuning in spread the word tell your friends <laughs> and we'll hopefully see you climbing those rankings soon and remember david as always slam dunk that fun <laughs> i love the fact that you've ended the slate with do tell your mates get your mates to listen to this episode and and have your team slated by your mates as well um excellent stuff so um yeah uh, thank you again to david for your submission we really appreciate that and uh yeah i think I, I don't understand why anyone would not want to submit their team tom after that I think it's good fit. So like 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 you said, you're thinking you've had a bad week and all you need to do is hear from someone who's had a worse week and suddenly you're bouncing around the room again. It, it puts a spring in your step because we're all on Twitter. Even me, when I'm I'm up there, there's not that many people Even above me. me. Even me. <laughs> that, there's not that many people above me, but I go on Twitter and I, I think like I've got the worst team in the world. So um, yeah, it's good to hear from those who are doing worse than you in life as in fantasy. I think the other thing as well is, you know, there's plenty of podcasts out there where you can, uh, you know, listen to people who've got great scores and they've done really well. We deliberately wanted to, we this want this pod. Them. <laughs> um, we deliberately wanted this pod to be, uh, you know, a, a little bit different. And so, yes, Slate Your Team will, of course, be back next week. Superb work, Tom. Okay, so now we're going to talk about Sky Fantasy Football. Now, before we get into it, Fitz, there's a few things I want to say about Sky Fantasy Football because I'm here, I'm flying the flag for this game. I'm representing Sky Fantasy Football as the fantasy football game of choice and they are not helping me out, to be honest. I don't know what you're making of this, but I feel embarrassed to bring it to you every week, Fitz. Because <laughs> Sky Fantasy Football, it's an absolute joke. It feels like it's being run by a child as a school project. Uh, for a start, you will notice if you play Sky Fantasy Football, they use the Sky players photos that sky themselves take and yet half of these players are wearing kits that they don't play in kits they haven't played in for 10 years <laughs> I, I think harry kane is wearing the arsenal kit that he's wearing in that picture of him when he's eight years old like wearing kits from their youth team Lionel messi would be wearing his barcelona kit for the next five years until he retires it's ridiculous they can't just get the right and even when they do get a picture for a player there's no guarantee they're going to get the right picture i mean adam armstrong is Stuart armstrong in sky fantasy football <laughs> if it wasn't confusing enough i mean maybe if david Rowe had played sky fantasy football he wouldn't be doing quite so bad if he just went by pictures alone which is the only way i imagine he picked a team so bad as the one he's got um, the captains i'm I was absolutely fuming with the captains fits because for some reason this year just as a, a way of being extra bad it's like they try and outdo themselves each year with being bad in sky um you couldn't set your captains until about two seconds before the game kicked off this week it was friday morning i think you could set your captains i was busy all right i managed to do my first team and i forgot my second team so i don't usually have a second team so i went into this game week not having captains in my second team that second team is now a write-off there's no point in me even picking anyone on that team people are getting kicked out of leagues for no reason because they're winning i assume new players join the league it takes about three weeks before they've got a price they've already banged in a hat trick before you can even get them in your team it's an absolute shambles saying that though how are you enjoying it this <laughs> <laughs> after all that yeah and um, i mean i i was relatively impressed with the app um but that's only because I've, I've never used it before you'll learn I'll learn, I'll, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, I guess, my main kind of feeling about Skies, it, it seems relatively easy, to be honest. I mean, currently ranked at 1,630th in the world, which, I, you know, I've got to be happy with, to be honest. Because because Sky is not about being good at fantasy football. Sky is now about trying to work out the labyrinth of an app 
that you play the game on. <laughs> like, there's people this week who've transferred in players to captain, and then when the transfers happened, they haven't been able to captain them. Like, how can you play with that? And and they just throw fifty grand at it and hope that that's going to be enough. You could literally go on the top hundred leaderboard at the end of the season, put a pin in any of those players, and they would all be able to run this game better than the people who are in charge of it. Um, <laughs> having said that, Fitz, I'm I'm ranked at, at two thousand eight hundred with my first team and my only team now, which is good enough. In Sky, you just want to be in touch. Um, until the overhaul to be honest um, and you're doing really well uh, we're, we're about three points apart is it so we are oh, well I'm on 209 is my total and I think you're on 200 and... no that must be your second team fit that is my second team you're quite right um, 239 I tell you I'm on 232 so seven points apart uh, about 1800 places apart so mm. it's, it's still very tight at the moment a lot of people have got similar teams um how are you doing in our mini leagues up to the 11th in the um ff face-off cup uh which is is good nearly top 10 yeah i'm 17th and of course top of the leaderboard it may not mean anything to fits but it's it's the man himself the special one it's daniel cox previous winner of sky fantasy football who is currently in his on his deathbed with covid um so hopefully not your deathbed <laughs> and Dan, but um if you are please may i get your team in the will because it's doing great mate you got 256 points i hope hope this puts a smile on your little face all right i've not met you dan but i don't want to comment on the size of your face to be honest um but either way i hope there's a smile on it so dan's on 256 so i'm on 239 that's really nice to to see really encouraging yeah and i think dan is in the top 100 so it's all very tight at the top of sky at the moment a lot of very template teams everyone's got the same captains salah bruno antonio this week i think and two of them blanked but if everyone's got them it doesn't matter so sky will really open up after the first overhaul so speaking of which obviously that's coming up did you make any transfers for your sky team this week i'm guessing not actually i did i brought in i brought in son after the liverpool game i thought i bring in son he's got two games um and obviously he blanks in that first one uh, so next week i'm 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 possibly going to captain him against Watford and maybe we'll just go Bruno to play it safe. But yeah, I, there's still time for that transfer to come off. Nice. Did Excellent. You- I um, I did the same actually, I think, although it's not showing on this app, which actually now I look at it a little bit more is pretty poor. So, oh yeah, Hyungmin Son there with two points. There's always a banner across the top of Sky <clears throat> with an apology from, <laughs> yeah, the, from the state they've made. They're not promoting anything. There's just a banner there saying, I'm sorry for all the things we do wrong every day. <laughs> just There's probably a 20-year-old public school boy who has no interest in football some kind of rugby cricket player who's resenting the fact he has to run the sky fantasy football while playing a, a made-up sport of rugby cricket a rugby cricket yeah <laughs> so I'm, I'm saying take away his 70 grand salary and, and give it to sort of ian parrin or the man behind ff stuff or andrew ferguson and, and put them in charge all right they do it for a pack of peanuts and a, and a whisper <laughs> and, and it would be twice as good overnight honestly um, but saying that, I still love Sky and I, I hope it's growing on you, Fitz. And, and if you are listening, Sky, we are available to promote your uh, your game anytime. Not a problem. And I would be happy to receive a, a Sky Go box um, <laughs> so I don't have to use a friend's login. Um, <laughs> and, and we'd be happy to lie about the views we have of said app. Don't worry. More than happy. Overall, I mean, as I say, it's a second week of getting over 100 points. The the captaincy choices were were pretty good. Um, Antonio tonight, I mean, that is an absolute game changer for me, 42 points. Um, but I also had Tielemans in there, um, which has worked out well. Martinez in goal, Mings, again, it's it's good to see Dunk, Diaz, both scored well. Soyuncu, not so much. 
Bruno and Buendia. Um, I was listening to the Five Live when I was walking the dogs, actually, when Villa were playing Newcastle. And just before half-time was the goal. And the commentator, I can't remember who it was, was absolutely chuffed to bits and, and singing the praises. And he said, oh, what an overhead kick that is by Emiliano Buendia. And I went, oh, terrible for FPL, but great for Sky. And then uh, he rather sheepishly got on the mic a little bit later and said, yeah, it was a great goal, but I did give you the wrong name. So uh, Buendia with, with one point. Brilliant. Yeah, and of course, they, they do look very similar, don't they, Buendia? <laughs> Danny Ings has got a bit of an Argentinian look about him, hasn't he? He could, be, he could be from the South American part of the world. He could, he could. He's not, but he He's could. Not. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think Sky at the moment, it's a, it's a little bit dull at the moment. I don't know why. I, I think it's just because everyone had to go very template because the way the fixtures landed, it's only three game week. There wasn't a lot of room to be different. All the captains sort of presented themselves to us. So it, it will get a bit more exciting as it opens up. Whereas FPL has been a bit more exciting from the get-go because of all the like the, the differential players who have been scoring big. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely right. And I should also say for the listeners, you will probably notice that this is a slightly different uh, record to um, to previous. Um, we are 100% doing our best, but um, but yeah, due to technical issues on my behalf, uh, we do, well, this is this is where we are. But we love you. We're, and where we are is is stood next to each other, cheek to cheek, speaking <laughs> into the same microphone. I'm very tired. Yeah. Um. We're I'm, we're delusional with with happiness because of our fantasy successes. Yes. And also because of how tired we are, and the fact we both got young children, we're going to be up in an hour or two, I imagine. <laughs> so, but um, yeah, it's great to be out of record, even in such a difficult manner. It is. It is indeed. So, um, so yeah, for um for Sky, as I say, we will come back in a moment to the kind of game week preview. But I wonder if it's time to hear from our mate Jack. What do you think? Well, it's it's very late, so I imagine Jack is in bed. But I have spoke to him this week, allegedly, and <laughs> he has given me access once again to his diary entries. It's great of him to allegedly be doing this. It's really helping us build a following. So um, allegedly, and apparently he's been he's been quite busy this week with work and looking after the kids. So it's he's had to write this in the hour before the West Ham Leicester kickoff. So um, <laughs> so don't don't be angry with him if it isn't as interesting as previous weeks. But here it is. Let's go with the Jack Grealish diary. Now, what have I been up to? The Jack Grealish Diaries. Tuesday, August 17th. Pep has told me this week that he wants to turn me into a goal-scoring machine like Raheem Sterling. I can't believe I spent the whole Euros with Raheem and I never know he was a machine. <laughs> Thinking about it now, though, it does explain his funny run. <laughs> Can I be a goal-scoring machine as well, said Gabby Jesus. Put it this way, said Pep, you're the only striker at the club and your second choice. (laughs) He gave me a high five and everybody laughed. It's no wonder they call you Jesus, said Raheem, because you seem to do bloody anything to stop getting on the end of a cross. (laughs) Pep turned to Raheem for a high five, but unfortunately he was stood a bit close and Raheem missed. I guess even a machine can't be perfect every time. Saturday, August 21st. I don't believe it. I only went and scored on my own debut. I went over to celebrate with the fans, but there were still a lot of empty seats, probably because of COVID. I couldn't believe I'd scored. I ran into the box, the ball bounced off my knee, and before I knew anything about it, it was in. It was a classic Raheem Sterling goal. It was so good, I'm worried the Pep may have already turned me into a machine when I was asleep on the team bus. (laughs) 
but who doubt it, as I was only asleep for five minutes before Stonesy woke me up by drawing a knob on my forehead. <laughs> After the game, I asked Raheem what it felt like to be a robot. For the last time, I'm not a robot, he said. He wants to make you into a goal-scoring machine. It's just a figure of speech. I'm not an actual machine. The poor bloke doesn't even know. <laughs> to celebrate the victory, I went to a fashion show in Manchester with my mate Jack Fowler from Love Island. We get on well because we're both called Jack, we both love birds, and we've both made loads of money since we left the villa. <laughs> we had to leave early though because James Madison turned up with a bin bag full of Alice bands and started telling people he was with May. He texted me later on to say he'd made £17.50 selling the bands and sold the rest to a market trader on the way home from a club, a club where he'd kissed three birds. I just hope he's had a good night. Anyway, laters! Ah, oh, Jack Grealish. What what insight we're getting into uh, into the life of Jack Grealish. And of course, he scored in his debut. He must have been absolutely buzzing. He was absolutely buzzing. But of course, he, he does seem a bit worried about becoming a goal-scoring machine. Poor little lad. <laughs> so after uh, hearing from our mate Jack, all right, Jack, uh, it is time to look ahead to game week three. So let's talk FPL. What are you thinking, Tom? Um, so FPL, as I said, yeah, I've been, I, I planned out what I was hoping to do at this point, and it, it's all going to plan at the moment. Um, this week, I'm going to get Simicas out, our, our sweet prince, who's done us so well. Um, I almost went with Jota, although Jota pretty much matched him for points, but I think the price saving with Simicas has made him the better option. Um, so is it Simicas or Schmickas? Um, I, I think Simicas, but then in our first episode, I called him Simicananos. So, so yeah, um, I'm calling him Sim, Simmy, all right? <laughs> Simmy, baby. Simon. So, yeah, he's, his price is going to rise, I think, tomorrow. Day of recording is Monday, so I think Tuesday's price is going to go up. I'm then hopefully going to get him out for Livramento, who looks to be doing great at Southampton. I think even if Carl Walker-Peters come back, comes back in, I think they're going to find a place for Livramento in that team because he's great as a defender but also he's got attacking outlet there as well I can see him getting a few assists this season maybe even popping up with a goal I wouldn't be surprised so yeah that's probably going to be the only transfer I'm going to do and going ahead I'm yeah I'm as I said I'm probably going to get Lukaku in sort of game week seven that's still the plan I don't have a wild card on the horizon at the moment I'm not really got any fires to put out so I'm, I'm happy with how it's going how about you how's your transfers looking very nice so um yeah so I used obviously the one last week for um Greenwood to bring Greenwood into the team and again I'm looking at the team in um kind of preparation for next week and and actually you know it doesn't look too bad um I must admit the United defence is worrying me a little bit. Five and a half million is quite a lot of money to have kind of tied up in Luke Shaw. Yeah, but I got Luke Shaw as well. And I think he still looks good. And United have got good fixtures. And Varane just coming to the team. I think they've got clean sheets coming up. They've got Newcastle in game week four. Um, who, have they, who have you got this week coming? For who? United? Yeah, United. Uh, Wolves away. Yeah, Wolves away. So, I mean, Wolves were all over Spurs when they played us at the weekend, but they just can't seem to finish at the moment. Adama Traore is running rings around defenders, but he could be a Spurs player by the time he plays you, apparently. Um, so, yeah, I can see you keeping a clean sheet there. I can definitely see you keeping a clean sheet at Newcastle. So for now, Shaw's going to stay in, but he is a great option to trade down and free up some money later on if you want to bring in, say, a Chelsea defender, possibly. 
Yeah, I think you're right. I think Chelsea is some, certainly a team we've got to have a look at. I mean, they are massive. They've got to be kind of up there to be favourites for, for the league and they've looked very good. I mean, uh, arguably, Chelsea reserves could have looked good against Arsenal. Um, I do feel sorry for, for Arsenal fans. We did see a fantastic video from Give Me Sport, I think it was, of an Arsenal fan basically crying on his own in the car, shouting at his, uh, at his camera. He was he was very unhappy. I wouldn't, I wouldn't like to be an Arsenal fan and you're a Spurs fan, so you must be flipping delighted I mean Spurs season is going almost as well as my FPL season fits two games two wins um Harry Kane played at the and, weekend and no one saw it coming <laughs> and no no I think I, I think Spurs fans thought we couldn't have been any worse than we were with Mourinho I mean we always seem to do well against cities though that's why I had Son in from the start so yeah I, I think it's going okay at the moment we haven't looked incredible but I mean you can't complain at two wins especially when Arsenal are playing like they have been <laughs> Yeah, yeah, very true. Um, so yeah, I, th- I think um, looking at it, you know, I've got um, I've got some reasonable fixtures. Um, Brighton of playing Everton. Trent is obviously a lot of money, and if I was to look at getting someone in like Lukaku, then I probably would look to kind of offload or downgrade Trent. To be honest, the only person I'm considering at the moment is one of the man of the moments, um, Ben Rama. But again, I've used the transfer last week, so I'd like to have two free transfers for the international game week uh, or the international break, I should say. So yeah, probably won't make any. I think you need to hold them a little bit. We've got Carabao Cup fixtures this week, so there could be injuries there or reasons, COVID reasons mean you have to take a player out. We've got the international break. We're still unclear whether or not players are going to have to isolate the likes of Salah and um, Antonio even may have to isolate. So until we get a bit more clarity on that, I think you need to be a bit cautious with your transfers. And I think the next game week is going to be the, the breakaway game week because there's so many captain options in game week three. At the moment, I'm thinking I'm going to go with Son. Uh, we're, Spurs are at home to Watford and he's looked dangerous like all pre-season. He's got a goal against City, could have scored again at the weekend. I just fancy him to get a goal or two. So yeah, Sonny is my captain at the moment as it stands. How about you? I've got to admit, I'm very, very tempted to go for Mikel Antonio um, against Crystal Palace. I think West Ham look absolutely phenomenal at the moment. I think he's gonna, he's kind of key to everything they're doing, and you know he's got two double-digit hauls in the first two games. Palace. I didn't watch the Palace Brentford game, but obviously it was a stalemate, no no real threat going forward, and certainly they looked uh, pathetic against Chelsea. So obviously Chelsea and West Ham are a very different team, but. Antonio's certainly in my thinking for sure yeah and um, possibly in mine but is, is there anyone out there at the moment who you've, you said Ben Rama anyone you sort of fear going into the next game week for me even though he hasn't performed well so far Harvey Barnes or Jamie Vardy I think could could run riot against Norwich um, I don't think they're highly owned either of them especially Harvey Barnes after tonight but they're the ones I'm looking at to potentially have a points all this week anyone you worried about yeah, I've got Ian Acho in one of my um, Sky. My I think I only scored 102 points in that second Sky, but um, still all I've ever known. Um, but but yeah, Ian Acho surely after Perez's um, red card. I don't really know why Perez was starting. I don't really rate him to be honest. Um, but yeah, so I think as I say, Ben Rama's certainly one. Anyone who plays Norwich is is obviously got to be got to be worthy of consideration. And Vardy, I must admit, I really really thought that Vardy was kind of in decline but obviously he, he did very very well also Man City players I don't know who but they're playing Arsenal and I I see Arsenal as weak as Norwich to be honest in terms of I would look forward to playing Arsenal I wish we were playing there next week 
Yeah, I just I think this week showed more than ever that um, City are just impossible to predict. You don't know who's going to play. They haven't really got like with Chelsea now. You've got Lukaku, and you just think if there's a goal being scored, he's going to be in and around it. City, anyone in their team could score from from their fullbacks to their non-existent striker to to anyone in midfield. So it's just pot luck with them. It is, yeah, Pep Roulette, you know, and um, Pep Roulette is, uh, well, it was one of the suggestions I had for the name of the pod, actually, wasn't it? But but we went with Fantasy Football Face-Off, which I must admit I do now love. Uh, so, yeah, I think City assets are obviously to, to be considered. Again, there's some interesting game weeks next week, as you say, Newcastle, Southampton, you know, obviously I, I wouldn't pick anyone from them. But, but yeah, I'm looking at it and I've got to say Antonio is certainly leading my thinking at the moment, although Sonny against Watford. Do you think Kane will be back for that one? Well, I didn't think he was going to play until after the transfer window shut. But the fact that he did get minutes makes you think that the transfer to City is nowhere near because they wouldn't run the risk of him getting injured and he wouldn't be willing to come on for the the time that he did. I I wouldn't have thought. So, yeah, there's every possibility he is going to be playing. But, I mean, no one's going to be going near him for the time being. So it's not a concern as a fantasy prospect. As as a fan, it's it's good to see him back out on the pitch. I think he got a good reception, um, despite everything that's gone on. If he stays with us, then he'll get the backing of the of the supporters, I'm sure. But um, yeah, it's still up in the air. He could still be a City player by the end of the international break. And it's not an easy game, to be fair. Watford, you know, they look very good against Villa. I know that was partly Villa looking pretty shaky. So you just don't know what you're going to get there. But I don't. I certainly don't envisage making any other transfers. Uh, as I say, it's possible that I'll look to get Ben Rama in for Rafinha. But otherwise, I can't really see myself um, kind of making changes. You know, I'm not lighting the world on fire, but but equally, I'm, I'm doing all right. And we've just hit another milestone in the podcast. It is now a new day. We have now recorded over uh, over Monday into Tuesday. And the energy in this podcast is, <laughs> is severely lacking. This is late night love on a local radio station is what it feels like. And as someone who's got an alarm set for 5am, that is very welcome news. Yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think we're going to crack on. We, we needed to get this podcast out there. We needed to let you know how well I was doing. Um <laughs> But um, there is a competition between me and Fitz that Fitz is running away with, and that is more than Mo. So I think, producer Glenn, it's time to hit that jingle. More than Mo, Mo always scores more than one goal. Some say he's starting to slow, he's not indestructible. Can anyone out there score more than Mo? Uh, so it was, um, of course, game week two, and uh, I went for Bruno Fernandes. And what was your prediction? I went with Ferran Torres, who <laughs> who did. scored a goal, which would have been more than Mo, and then it got disallowed. And again, Fitz was a coward going for Bruno. This was before we'd set out the rules of more than Mo. He went for Bruno, who really shouldn't be an option in this game. And still didn't get more than Mo. So, so with that, you're suggesting a, a firming up of the rules. Is that right? Exactly that. This is the game we are making up as we go along. So the new rules are now that you cannot pick a player that costs more than £10 million at time of recording. So this week, you're going to get have to try a little bit harder to get someone to score more than Mo. Although pretty much everyone in the game scored more than Mo in this game. Except my captain, Bruno. Shane Duffy scored more points than Mo Salah this week. So yeah, I, I don't think it's that difficult anymore. We're going to change this this feature to more than Duffy. All right, we're going to have to think of a new jingle based around Duffy. Oh, please have mercy. 
I didn't even practice that. That was straight <laughs> out the horse's mouth. Even at midnight, he can still come out with the, with a great pun. And that's why we are climbing up the podcast charts <laughs> as about as quickly as Fitz is climbing up the FPL charts. Absolutely. Well, if, if we went up the podcast charts half a million places in one, one week, I'd be blooming delighted. Um, so yeah, so w- this week, uh, lots of interesting fixtures. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go with my potential captain choice for. Um, I'm gonna pick Mikel Antonio, who is at the moment maybe seven point six, but no doubt will have gone up to seven point seven slash maybe seven point eight by the time uh, of record or uh, sorry by the time of game week three. Okay, and as the rules clearly state in More Than Mo, uh, if I choose a player of lower value and he also outscores Mo, and then I win the game week, I think. Um, <laughs> and because I like to play psychological mind games with Fitz, and in the past when I suggested a More Than Mo option, he has then transferred him straight into the team. My suggestion this week is Harvey Barnes again. Harvey Barnes, he hasn't had the greatest of starts to the season, but he has looked expected lively as we like to say in the FPL community his expected liveliness is still up there and running at that Norwich defence like he does I think he could get two possibly three goals and Fitz is going to rue the day that he removed him from his fantasy team so there you go Fitz the, cha- the challenge has been laid down there we are well Harvey Barnes if you're listening um, you know you, you're out of my team unlucky you are not part of my ascent from 715,000 to the nearly Quarter of a million. <laughs> well, I, I may even take Ben Rama out now because I've had my points from Ben Rama. I might bring Harvey Barnes in for his haul this weekend. We you heard it here first. You enjoy that, my friend. You enjoy that. So it's that time of the show where we want to give a little love. So we're, we're very grateful to you for spending um, spending your time listening to us. Thank you very much. Uh, and of course, as mentioned, we want to we want to do a little bit of a shout out as we do at the end of every show. And um, this week, it's my turn to give a, uh, a little shout out to someone in the Twitter community who who is doing really great work. So no further ado, um, it is my pleasure this week to um, give a little shout out to someone who, from a podcasting point of view, probably doesn't need our um, recommendation or endorsement. But uh, nonetheless, they do really, really great work um, on Twitter. They are at Hail Cheaters. And it is, of course, um, Josh and Brandon from the Always Cheating podcast. Uh, you listen to the podcast, right? Yeah, so they were one of the first podcasts I downloaded when we talked about doing this podcast ourselves, and I wanted to learn a bit about the FPL world. And as you say, they're they're light years ahead of us in terms of their listenership. But I think what we want to do with this section is just to celebrate all the great people out there in the FPL community. And maybe there is someone who hasn't found them yet, because they're over the other side of the pond, and... They follow the football in a different way because they're watching it at a different time of day. They, they get to watch the games that we don't get to watch over here. And they have such an emphasis on enjoying it. And they go through, they go with a few little punts as well that just as a way of enjoying it more rather than, like you say, having the early kickoff and then ruining your weekend. Yeah, exactly right. And, you know, their whole mantra is very much to make fantasy fun again. And, you know, that is something that's that's really, really important. And the podcasts that they do, not only are they really informative and really comprehensive, you know, they're really thorough and have lots of kind of pre-season content. They had an entire episode just on forwards. Um, but it seems that they're working really hard to kind of get this content out to help people make decisions. And um, they, I've not met them, would love to one day, maybe a fantasy 
Football Fest sometime. Um, but yeah, they are certainly really, really nice fellows and I would recommend giving them a follow. So um, on Twitter, that is at Hail Cheaters. And as a little um, testament to them, we seem to be recording this in a, in a time zone that would be best suited to being in America now as we reach <laughs> the early hours of Tuesday morning. Um, they're a great podcast, uh, great guys on Twitter. So yeah, give, give them a follow, subscribe to the podcast. Okay, so now we're going to move on to correspondence. So we put the word out there again this week to try and get some questions out there. And, and bless FPL SWAT is doing a great job of retweeting our messages and, and getting us out there to a wider community. And we have had our first email this week, Fitz. Unbelievable. I didn't notice that. I mean, you we? can't say unbelievable that far away from our joint microphone. You may have, <laughs> you may have heard Fitz in the distance. That's because he's just come back from a wee and he hasn't come back to our shared Robson and Jerome microphone yet. But yeah, we've got an email, Fitz. Um, so I'll read this. Dear Tom and Fitz, I really enjoyed the podcast. If I've had a bad week, it's good to listen to Fitz, who's usually done worse than me. But it's also great to have insights from Tom, one of the current top 1% of FPL managers. Having heard the Jack Grealish diaries, I was inspired to contact you as I have a talent for creative writing myself and thought this would be a perfect place to express it. So please could you read my poem out on the podcast, Love Sean Dyche? <laughs> I mean, it's not how I thought Sean Dyche would sound in email form. No, it, well, I can't do Sean Dyche's voice, but he has sent us his poem in an audio file. So I think what a way to see out the podcast than with a lovely little poem from Sean Dyche. I spent the week deciding if I should captain Bruno or Salah. Then they got four points between them, so it doesn't really matter. If only I had Duffy, a defender who can attack. Instead, I've got Veltman, who shows no signs of coming back. Now White is shite and Simmy's gone. It's time I must decide. If I should rip it up, start again and swallow down my pride. But game week three, we're home to Leeds. A chance to steady its ship. So out goes Tony, in comes Wood, with my triple captain chip. Beautiful. What a beautiful way to see out a very tired and low-energy podcast and with a poem from Sean Dyche, the man himself. The man, the myth, the legend. I mean, <clears throat> the, the man, the myth, the legend. Absolutely. Uh, it has been a tired podcast, but um, a, a, a tired podcast is better than no podcast, right? And that's what it's all about, Fizz. We have to get the podcast out every week, no matter how well or how badly we've done, however late it is, however awkwardly we have to record it. It's just getting it out there every week so that we can be part of the community and, and share it with you all. And, and thank you once again for all of you that have listened. The numbers are going up. We've hit triple figures this week for the first time in numbers of downloads. So um, yeah, keep sharing it with the world. We, we'd love to get more of you. Absolutely. Do do tell your mates. And, and thank you for listening to the Fantasy Football Face-Off podcast with me, Fitz. And me, Tom Glover. You can follow us on Twitter at FFFaceOffPod. Or email us on FFFaceOffPod at gmail.com. The show is produced by Glenn Schmidt with music by Podcast Nick. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, leave us a five-star review and spread the word. Good luck in your game week and most importantly, have a bit of fun. Because Fitz, that's, that's what, what it's, it's all, all about. about.